podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast episode 86. We're on a Wednesday night here, it's a, it's a later one in the week, a bit of a strange timing for us, uh, life has been busy. Um, I'm Tony and with me this week is Ben, you there Ben? How you doing mate? All good mate and seeing as James is away um, enjoying the sunshine and other things um, over in Venezuela and Island in the uh, island of Fernando. So that's where he is. He's he's, he's left <laughs> us behind. Uh, we have got. We're we're happy to have him on for this week. Um, Scott, also known as Dream Team Professor, uh, you might have caught evening his, lads uh, YouTube videos. Evening mate, you there? All good. <laughs> yeah, all good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure, pleasure to be on. No, thanks for coming along, mate. It's going to be uh, nice to pick pick the brains of someone new. Um, recent <laughs> recent Patreon. Patreon subscriber as well, so thanks for your support as well, mate. Sad not to have a chat with James though. He was, uh, I'd had a bit of banter with him over the the past couple of seasons. Yeah, you are a bit bit of competition between you both, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. I haven't Excellent. kept up with him though the last couple. Oh, you'll probably you'll probably say that you'll be keeping up with him this year. He's he's not happy as James with his performance so far. Right. Just a bit about yourself, mate. So obviously Scott, also known as Dream Team Professor. Um, how long have you been playing fantasy football, mate? Yeah, well, I was trying to have a little look at this, actually, because, um, God, I've been playing for such a long time, really, probably over 10 years now. But um, it's only really been, I'd say, the past two years that I discovered there's a whole Twitter community, like the whole fancy, yeah. the fantasy football community. So it's kind of a... Opened my eyes to the game quite a bit more, to be honest. Um, so yeah, really, I'd say I've been playing seriously for for two years. But um, yeah, it went all the way back to about ten years ago. I started playing in like work leagues with my football teammates and all that sort of stuff. Uh, probably how everyone starts off, I guess, that ends up on uh, football Twitter. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, really, really, the last two years, and um, and that's pretty much how I found you guys. Really, um, probably over the sort of over sort of lockdown time. Um, I, I don't know how I found you, but it was when, when you were first on YouTube, definitely. Because um, you were on YouTube before Spotify, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely was uh, following before you went to Spotify. Um, but yeah, pretty much around that sort of time when the lockdown happened, that's when I started watching all the videos. And I was so used to at work, like just chatting to people day to day. And it went to just, all right, what do I do now? Who are you on your own? So I was just listening yeah. to podcasts and stuff while I was working. That's how I found you guys, really. But um, yeah, I, I think it was always a bit inevitable because um, I mean, I've got my mates and I've got my work colleagues that we used to play, and we've sort of got group chats. But I was always the one that was a bit—it was probably the same with you, but always the one that was a bit too into it compared to everyone else. Everyone say, "Give it a rest." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's quite quite good to have found uh, you guys and the rest of the community, really, because. Um, yeah, sort of found people that are on my level in terms of, uh, I don't know, addic- addiction is not the right word, but maybe passion, I don't know. <laughs> you found your home, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean- when it comes to 
Sorry. I was just going to say, have you always played Sun Dream Team or have you played other games? Um, yeah, so it was really, it was really only um, Sun Dream Team, to be honest. Um, that was the only game that I was playing. And then just obviously when there was a World Cup or a Euros, we'd do that one. Um, but it's only been, well, I mean, fantasy football. All my friends have played the FPL game for quite a few years. Mm. And I'd always do that thing where they send me the link, I join, I make a team. And then I just forgot about it, basically. Mm. Um, it's, not, it's not been to, since about the last two years when I started sort of taking that a little bit more seriously as well, um, when you follow the content creators and stuff like that. But yeah, overall, though, so I, to be honest, before um, before going on Twitter and all that sort of thing, I, I thought that Dream Team was sort of the biggest game. Still is for us, but I was surprised to find out how many people play all the other formats as well. Yeah, obviously there's a few other massive ones, isn't there? Mm. I'd argue Dream Team's the best. Oh, definitely, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Keeps you covered all week, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, how, uh, how did you get uh, on last season? So, last season, I, I had a howler, to be honest. I was actually digging through um, I was digging through all my old screenshots. I'm, I imagine you've probably got loads as well, but I was going through all my old screenshots and trying to find it. Um, I even had a look on was it FF stuff to try and see if I could get it on there, but yeah. I've got I've got no record of it. But yeah, I know it was bad. Um, well, <laughs> well into well into the thousands. Um, yeah, but so that pretty much comes onto it that I'm in, by no means am I an expert. I've, I have made the YouTube channel and I have started posting a lot more on Twitter, but I'm not one of these experts. I'm not an elite manager. I'm just someone that's very passionate about it. I'd say, but yeah, not not very well at all. Um, Actually, probably the main sort of turning point last season where things just went from bad to worse was quite similar to Connor. So I speak to Connor quite a lot. And, well, I think it was on the pod too, but I ended up making that move to the Chelsea block as well. Yeah. yeah. The notorious Chelsea block. Um, yeah, and I ended up, I think I... Yeah, I fell behind and I was too stubborn to get on the um, to get on the Liverpool Liverpool block. Yeah. got away from me and was too expensive um so yeah i tried to go the chelsea route and obviously fell so much further behind it was pretty terrible <laughs> how did you what about you two because yeah, obviously you're flying you're flying at the minute aren't you tony but um how did you both get on last year i think my team fish was like 180 summit um nice. last season um it, but it was one of them gradual climbs. I was never really in contention for anything. Um, not as and this season is probably the best start I'd say I've had. Being up there so early, definitely, yeah. um, definitely the best start I've ever had. Um, I've been up there around Christmas time before. I remember Raheem Sterling injury derailing me back when they only had a few subs a month, and uh, yeah, th- th- I ended up finishing my like eight hundredth that season when I were mm. high up, early doors. But yeah, good start of this season. Last season, it was a gradual climb up to where probably passing a few dead teams. And and I were very, um, my best side, I went on to a Chelsea block, like like a lot of people did at that time, to try and make up that ground. Uh, and that ended up falling away. My best team ended up being, being the one that was on the Liverpool train. <laughs> and it ended up overtaking that team and finishing up, up towards, like, I say, 170 or whatever it was. Um, yeah. That's still really good, and, though. Yeah, a, de- a decent season. Decent season. Just never really flirted flirted with the uh, higher echelons. 
Yeah, that that last season the Chelsea train didn't work out, but the the first season when we did the podcast, um, I jumped on the Chelsea train and I ended up finishing nineteenth overall. Yeah, um, wow. That came, that went that worked out for me. Uh, but I started off um, that season. I had Dominic Calvert Lewin and an Everton block defense <laughs> at the start. Yeah. So I, I ended up being number one overall for a couple of weeks, and then. Um, Aguero got injured, and then I fell fell down, and obviously I had to get off the Everton train a little. But yeah, um, last season um, it was a bit of a steady season, but I ended up finishing 180th overall. Um, that was my best team. Still both brilliant though, isn't it? Uh, mm. That's what that's what I'm sort of starting to learn now. Like um, when I was playing, sort of only against friends and workmates and that sort of stuff. I've really had no perspective of what's a good season, the mm. ranks. Like, I didn't even know to look at yeah. the overall ranks. Like, that was not even something I even considered until I started really listening and paying attention to the podcast and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't make 10 teams either. I just used to do the one. Um, so there's quite a few bits that I guess probably still quite a lot of people don't think about. Um, so I, I wouldn't know how I did a long time ago, but... Um, my best that my best season that I did pay attention to, um, and that was that was the year that I was giving James a bit of a bit of stick because we were in and out. I was listening to the pod, and uh, that's when you started reading out the top ten. And I think I started getting near the top ten of the pod, and I was like, oh, yeah. "I'm doing all right here." And then I think I kept going in and out, uh, in and out, swapping with James. So I think I was just giving him a little bit of banter on Twitter, and that was quite a laugh. <laughs> but um, that season. That season I came, that was 2020, 2021. And I had um, I had that saved in my notes that I come 463rd. So that's probably the best season I imagine I've had. It's, it's, it's a good, good finish. Mate. It's really good finish. Yeah. Well, this season I, I kind of wanted to go 1K, I think. That was what I wanted to just be as like a more realistic target. That's decent, what were you going to say, Tone? I, th- I think I, I've robbed your finish from last season. When you were now saying you were 180th, mm. I think I was 288. All right, yeah. I I only, the only reason I remember it was 180 because I was thinking of uh, the darts. 180. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you doing it. That's probably what stuck in my head. I think I was 288. Last I think James finished 180th as well. Did he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We all ended up around around a similar thing because obviously James were high up. Um, but it wasn't that early. He had a. He were up to like 35th. Yeah, and he went on. A, did he go on the Chelsea train? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he wanted to do it a bit of a differential to get yeah. to the top ten, attacking them Liverpool blocks mm. because there were no other way around them really, and it all pointed towards that, that Chelsea block. The being, fixtures were beautiful, mm, but it yeah, they were. And it just went absolute peaked on. But if that had, if if it had pulled that off, it'd been up right up there mm. within within a shot of the money towards the end as well. So just really unfortunate, unlucky. Yeah. Obviously, speaking of James, he's a very uh, pragmatic, he's quite a safe manager, or he usually is. He's been a bit more <laughs> gun call this season. Um, what's your style? Are you a bit, what do you like with your transfers early doors? Do you like to hold them, save them? Yeah, so that's it kind of ties in with sort of um, seeing the game a little bit differently. Now I've got involved with like following all you guys and being on Twitter and stuff. But I'd say beforehand, I really used to be quite a punty manager, like, quite wild really with some of the picks that I used to do 
I used to kind of um I used to kind of pride myself in trying to find those like gems. So I'd have all of the sort of template players, but I used to think I had a pretty good eye of finding some of the cheaper ones to to be able to afford the big players. Um but yeah it wasn't until I started seeing that like the overall rankings and stuff like that that it kind of pays to be a little bit template. Yeah. So um yeah I've tried to I've tried to reel it in a little bit um to try and get a bit <laughs> better bit better because I used to just blow my transfers quite quickly. Um so yeah I've, I've probably calmed down a little bit and got a bit more template and now I just try and um try and just it sounds obvious but try and pick the best the best players at the time because I was trying to be a bit too clever with my work friends and stuff like that I used to just see I used to even write in my notes like who hasn't got this player I'll pick them yeah. so the typical differential but in a league of maybe 10 or 15 people yeah so yeah I've really started to try and calm down and be a bit smarter about the picks well it can pay off in your mini leagues definitely mm. if you're just playing against 10 people but like you say, you've got 10 teams to play with. If you just put one team in that mini league and you can play that way with that team and then obviously yeah, yeah. target the overall leaderboard with your other teams. Well, it's such a buzz when it works as well, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like in the smaller mini leagues, like you said, your work leagues, yeah, you can just um, you really can just destroy people. I had people just not wanting to play anymore at work, just fed up. <laughs> And then one year yeah. I got beat. I got beat. I think it met Matt. Was it the first year of the podcast? I'm not too sure. I got beat off a, a woman at work. And, um, <laughs> I, I, I obviously sometimes you put the wrong teams in the leagues, don't you? But yeah. uh, so it wasn't was my less one of my lesser sides that I got into works league, and I just <laughs> I still I've still not let her let her off. I just accused her. She's been listening to the podcast and. <laughs> she found she, you out. She, oh, she, she denies it. She denies it. I, I never listen to any pissing podcast, and she gets all angry about it. But <laughs> I think she was listening to it. She must have been. She must have been. I think that's just one of the best thing. I think that's one of the best things about the game, though. Like the whole, the whole banter and the group chats and everything, yeah. like on the side of it. Like I don't know about you. Well, you've got the. Um, You've obviously got the Discord chat as well, which is brilliant. But like, even yeah. just amongst my like football mates, we've got a chat called Dream Team Mind Games at the minute, and <laughs> we just do all sorts of horrible stuff. So like, we'll text that Harlan's not starting when he is. We'll we'll shout goal for for players that haven't really scored. It's it's got really out of hand now. <laughs> it really is horrible. Putting fake team news, fake team news in there. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Right, nice little introduction there. Feel like you know you a bit better now, Scott. Um, <laughs> let's see your team, mate. Let's see your team and how it's done so far this week. Obviously, there is some cup games going on. We are on a Wednesday. Um, there's not that many players um, that have made them starting 11. So I don't think the scores are much of a change thus far, unless you've got a bit of a Mares. Um, no, yeah, let's look through your 11, pal. Yeah, well, shall I do the point? Shall I do the points from uh, last weekend, or yeah, just just what's on the screen there? What what you got from so far this this game week? Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought um, so I bought David De Gea in. Um, so I had Hugo Lloris, um, and I thought he was quite a good pick initially with those European fixtures. But Spurs have just yeah. gone down the pan, haven't they recently? Um, so yeah. I finally moved um, moved De Gea in for Lloris, but. My luck has followed, and he's he, he conceded three, didn't he, at the weekend? 
Yeah. I really wasn't expecting that from from an Emery team, to be honest. I thought they were going to shut up shop. Yeah. But yeah, I brought him in and I brought Dallow in as well. Um, I think you you probably see in the last few weeks I've had Sergio Gomez. He he grabbed a he grabbed a nice red card for me, so I took him out for Dallow. He got a minus and three now he's suspended. <laughs> <laughs> minus three and suspended. So yeah, he's kind of feeling like everything I touch goes uh, goes horribly wrong at the minute. <clears throat> but yeah, it's all part of the game. Uh, I had Cancelo who got a red card, so minus three. And that's uh, that's uh, if yeah if you listen to my podcast I've been saying on that that that's my third red card now of the season so in this team I had I've got the Cancelo red card I had Sergio Gomez who got the red card but Sergio Gomez was actually my replacement for Emerson Royale who also got a red card <laughs> so really not having much luck with those uh those defenders at the minute but Saliba's been good though he's got me eight points um this week and I think he's been good all round hasn't he really good player yeah, brilliant. Um, the only thing is Gabriel's obviously been quite a bit better, but he was a little bit more expensive, I think, at the start of the season, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. Saliba were nice and cheap, weren't he? Mm. So I'm happy with how he's been. Um, and then I've got Kieran Trippier, who I've just had to bring in, and I was slow to do it, to be honest. Um, I've been bigging him up, but I just never had the transfers available to bring him in. But yeah, first week in, and he's got a 10-pointer. Another star, man. <laughs> yeah, another star man. I'm not sure how many that's up to now, but um, I yeah, I was looking back five, the other day. Is it five? I think so. Yeah, yeah I was looking the other day, and I, I, ridiculous. I think I saw that he'd only had three games this season. I think where he had he hadn't got the rating. Mm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had to finally bring him in, and I expect to keep him now, um, even through the wild card. I think. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, though, he's got 10 points and I think I've ha- pretty much had him all season. I think since about the second week, he's been brilliant. Mm. Erdegaard, no points from him, though. Um, I don't know if he'll get on the pitch today, um, but I had to bring him in for Saka in the end just to get some budget for Trippier and Dallow. And Buemo, I'm not sure. Did you, I think he's probably someone that... Um, I probably got brought to my attention from the podcast, I think. Um, everyone's always been shouting about him. I've actually stuck with him for most of the season. He's probably not done as well as I expected, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take seven points. Yeah, definitely. Any of you boys still got him? No. No, actually, really quite early. No. Actually, I think I brought him in this week in one of my poor, poorer teams as an enabler, just because it's before the wild card. Definitely. Mm. Forrest and Gillingham, I thought he's got a good chance of scoring, but I uh, don't think he didn't start against Gillingham, did he? But he came on, scored a penalty mm. in the shootout. But, but yeah, scored against Forrest. Yeah, he got lucky really, didn't he? Because um, Ivan <laughs> Tony was obviously suspended, so he ended up taking what would have been Tony's penalty, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then I've got Miggy, uh, Miggy Elmoron, who's... He's been incredible, hasn't he? I haven't been on him for the whole. I haven't been on him for the whole streak, but I think I've got him. I've had him for the. I think it was the last three or four goals that he scored. Good yeah, going. he's been brilliant. Good going because you usually you just you're sitting and you're waiting for them that streak to end, <laughs> and he's just kept going, hasn't he? Fair play to him. Well, that's what something I've tried to do a bit different this year because. Like we said about the Liverpool block earlier, I've yeah. always just been too stubborn. Like. 
with that, I think they got maybe three clean sheets in a row and I thought, well, they're not going to carry on. And you'd have said the same about Almoron. Even if he scored three in a row, you would go, oh, he's not going to score four. He's not going to score yeah. five. But he's carried on, hasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. I just I just chucked him straight in, straight in. And it was the same with Trippier, really. I just thought I can't keep ignoring them. Um, and then up front, I've got Harry Kane and Haaland. So I'm pretty happy with how... Kane's been a bit quiet lately, but I'm pretty happy with how them two have been. Just not having Salah has been the one that's killed me. Yeah. A bit scurly watching them games now. See, he's crept back into form. Yeah, crept up to second now in the in the overall, hasn't he? Yeah. Have you got plans to get him back in then? Well, it's, it's going to be a tough one, isn't it? Um, it was annoying really because it was the opposite with him. So I kept him, I kept him the whole way through, to be honest. And then I finally lost patience with him and took him out for Cancelo at the start. I think that was the start of October. <laughs> And then, and then I think one of the first games that I didn't have him was that hat trick against Rangers. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it just goes like that for you, doesn't it? It does. That's the frustrations of the game, isn't it? When uh, like you say just on and off at the wrong time, kind of thing. Yeah, but that's um, yeah, forty-four points for the game week, um, and that team's on seven hundred and sixty-six points overall. Decent, decent week, really, 44 points. I'm just trying to see where it is over, overall rank. I did have it put down somewhere, but it's pretty poor. Um, overall, that's at 74k now. And I was actually going to ask you guys, really, um, trying to think what's a realistic target to claw back from that sort of position, really. As high as it wants, really. There's, there's so much left in this game yeah. uh, this season. It's so early doors. Mm. We do get we do get drawn to overall, overall ranks and the point gap between the, the top ten or top hundred or top one k. There's so much football to be played, so many points. Twenty twenty three more game weeks. I've I've got it down there, so it's a long way to go. I mean, Ben, you're a master, mate. You're a master of your teams can be as like hundred odd k. <laughs> Don't matter. You you watch Ben's team in second half of the season, honestly. Uh, you, you end up with he could be nowhere near like going all his teams outside the top 10k and the next thing you know he's got five in top 1k <laughs> it's unreal it's unreal comeback king yeah. I think it's yeah. I've put down that it's 100 I'm, I was on FF stuff again because you can look at where how far you are from each rank can't you yeah and uh, I sort of had 1k as just a target at the start of the season that I wanted to get to and that's at 893 so I'd be about 127 points off that at the moment. Yeah. So 23 weeks. 23 game weeks to go. Mm. The thing is, you could, you're saying you could lose 127 points in that time in 15 game <laughs> weeks, 14 game weeks. Then you can you can easily make that back up as well. I think this week as well, the Arsenal blocks that was knocking around got so lucky. I, well, I say lucky, I mean... They obviously they picked the blocks, but they wouldn't. Have, if you had an Arsenal block, you wouldn't have moved away from it because it took you quite a lot of transfers to trans. <clears throat> I, I made the moves to like the United players, like mm. um, I, I think he brought in Luke Shaw. Um, I was stubborn with Trippier again. I had two 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 screenshots. He had a Newcastle block, uh, well Newcastle, um, and Port. Um, Park City, or do United Park City? Uh, ended up going United and Park City. 
Cancelo minus three, <laughs> Dalo bloody minus three, suspended. It just all went completely wrong. But then Arsenal had the away game at Chelsea, which you are thinking, oh, yeah. that, that block's not going to work. Yeah. He's the one that worked. Everybody conceded, even Newcastle, obviously, a late goal. It was just one of them. Well, yeah, you'd Lester, never look Lester, at that, would Lester, you? Leicester was the block defence to have this for this little mini uh, you know, <laughs> dead-ender team yeah. you could have gone yeah. for because they got two clean sheets this week. And Justin, did Justin get a goal last night as well? Yeah, he got 21 points, I think, in the, for the week. Crazy. That's bad. I he, hope. Then Brayton Diaz, 2-2. Two, two. No, two really? Yeah. Sammy Smodix, Hammer fan. Hammer's season ticket holder oh, assisted the goal as well. <laughs> Go on, Rovers. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think with Danny Ward though, would you? That that Leicester, that Leicester clean sheet would be the the one. I was looking the other day, yeah. and I think it was only um, there was only a couple there was only a couple keepers in the game that have got more clean sheets now. Yeah, the, was it like five clean sheets in the last six now? They just look like a totally different mm. team. It's, that Valt face has just changed the, the, the back line. He's commanding the back line. He's brilliant. Um, Did I see you yeah, inside class. the other day? Yeah, he played against Man City. Uh, when we, we, played a, we played a back three and he came in for, the, for that game and then he was injured again. Done a hamstring injury, but he was on the bench Jeez. yesterday but didn't play. Um, Good to see him yeah. back. He, he were immense the other season. Yeah, when Maguire went to Man he he was like just slightly straight in there. He was, yeah, and everyone was saying, "Oh, he's better than Maguire in that." But yeah, it was brilliant. Last season, he <laughs> just I don't know what happened. Just went off the boil. Yeah. Were you quite happy with how Rogers was doing? Because it was it was a tough time for Leicester, weren't it? At one point. Oh, I think he was very close to getting a sack. But, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know it, how he survived. I have no I, idea how he survived. I know it was like they've conceded like twenty three goals since the first seven games, and then since then they've conceded three goals in the next seven games or something like that. It's just incredible turnaround. I couldn't even see what they've what they've specifically done though to to shut up shop. Really, probably don't obviously they, don't watch as many games as what you would, but I just I think they're a bit more rigid now, like the defense and uh, obviously Valt Face is commanding the back line now. Um, Justin isn't flying forward as much as he was before. He's playing more as a like a like part of the the back three, but he he does go forward a bit. But uh, it gives more Harvey Barnes the the um, the license to to go, you know. Yeah. And then on the other side, Madison comes inside, and uh, Castagna pushes on as like a right winger. So he's like a quite attacking defender if if he. Uh, if you're looking for somebody, obviously in a, probably a different format, FPL or something, but he yeah. he he's quite good because <laughs> he gets up there and gets crosses in and that. But uh, Justin played as a right back last night and he come inside and scored with his left foot. He's <laughs> 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 he's right footed. So, he went off on a stretcher last night. Yeah, so that's another another, another right fullback back injured that was on the fringes of the England team. Unbelievable. Mm. Jinx. Trent's going around shooting them all. It looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> looks like he's he's more ben, he's more ben White. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd take Ben White into the squad, definitely. He's had a really yeah, good season. Good. 
He's looking very good at right back, isn't he? Very, very good. Nice he's... and comfortable. Solid, so solid defensively. Mm. But then I was always thinking, like, he's maybe a little bit limited going further forward, but he's he looks good going forward as well. He's, yeah. he's looking like a complete right back now. He used to play midfield yeah, for he... Leeds, didn't he? Yeah, I think that's why he's looked so good on the ball. Like, I hadn't seen that side of him, really, but I had seen that... Was it under Bielsa, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had seen that he played in midfield as well. And you can you can really tell, like, it was that other week when he got an assist, didn't he? He put quite a good cross mm. in, I think it was. And, I, yeah, I was expecting that if he was going to play at right-back, he was going to sort of really be part of a free when we didn't have, like, sort of when we were in build-up. But, yeah, he's been really getting forward now. And Tommy Asso on the other side has been the one that fills in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing with if Sinchenko starts though they might do that the other way around where Sinchenko gets the license to roam and then Ben White go back to being the the one that stays back. Yeah, Yeah, it does seem like they do that. Either one side, one side or the other, they choose at the start. Yeah, come back straight back into the side. Did Sinchenko over there? Had a good game as well. Yeah, hopefully can keep him fit, talented player. Well, we'll just have a quick um, a quick run through my and your teams, Ben. So um, I had De Gea, uh, minus two. Dao minus three. Sessegnon got me four. Uh, Akanji, zero points. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know how far I want to go into that Cancelo penalty award. I, I think it were absolutely horrendous. I, I honestly <laughs> didn't think it were a foul. I didn't think it were a foul first off. Then he obviously gave the penalty. <laughs> And then I would, I was just, I was saying to Mrs. that about how disgusted I was that they were a penalty given because my clean sheets were about to go. And then I see a red card brandished. I would even, <laughs> I, honestly, I just didn't get it. Just didn't get it. And then when it made it worse, there was about three, three of the same tackle, wasn't there? This yeah. that weekend. Yeah, Trent's that push in the back off Trent. I mean, that that was so so much worse. So much, so much more blatant. It's. Um, yeah, no consistency, but we could slate refs all day every day, could we? Saka got me four points. De Bruyne, 10 points. Mount, zero points. Almiron, I think this is the only team I'd brought Almiron into. Really? Um, I think it was because the way it worked, I needed, I needed obviously, the cash to bring Haaland back in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how it worked out. And Almiron come in, gets me a nice eight points. Haaland, four points. Taking his bloody shirt off. Does he not play fancy football? <laughs> like, what's he doing? And there, I, I said to this, I said that's five or eight points that, and then he's there, he's there swinging his shirt around. No, four points. You know what the worst that's thing? That's what I said. He doesn't. <laughs> the worst thing about it is that he's took his shirt off, and his shirt underneath it looks exactly the same as the shirt he had on. It does. So it's it not does. like he's he's gone like took his top off. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I was, I was surprised they still booked him, considering he had sort of the Under Armour on underneath. But mm. yeah, all about the sponsor in it. All about the cash, the, the, <laughs> the front of shirt sponsor. Kane got me five, and Mo Salah back on form, thirteen points. Um, all out forty three so far this week. Eight two five. This team sat, and I think it's my third best side. So nice. it's, it's going all right. Um, I'm not sure what how high that is, but. Um, and it's one of, one of one of the few teams where I've got a few, quite a few transfers left. Three transfers left. I, usually, my transfers go into the Discord, and again, 
this time, the last month when the transfers hit, I had some big decisions to make. I ended up with a 20-minute window. This time, it was my missus. <coughs> took, I took her away for the weekend. We went glamping on the on the Saturday. We arrived at 20 to 3. And I literally had 19 minutes. I timed it, 19 minutes to make the decision on all my sides. And obviously, with, that, <laughs> with my main team being so high up, oh, God, the pressure unreal. So I didn't get a chance to put my transfers into the uh, Discord, but I went Jesus to Haaland, Foden to Almiron, um, which... Really both, both paid off. Yeah, both paid off, did two decent transfers. So I've got the power three up front, back in that side. Um, yeah, I was just yeah. in awe of that, looking at that that and De Bruyne as well. Yeah, it's been, it's been, a lot of people have possibly struggled because you've got to have quite a high budget to be able to get them four in and still keep aside what probably lets it down is possibly Sessignon who I, I think looks really good but he just he's either not getting the game time or when he does get the game time Spurs like to concede a few so he's not getting he's not getting the points but they've got just too many options now at wing back haven't they yeah seems so seems so happy enough with the side um, hopefully we can do a little bit before hopefully a bit of budget building before going into the World Cup break Tony, I see your mate Mount still in there. <laughs> he is. Um, <laughs> I don't know how he survived this weekend, to be fair. But it just you have that feeling that again with like the Arsenal box, like everything was against Arsenal box being the, the victors this weekend. Mm. But they turned out to be the ones that were the ones to be on. Um, and just have a little bit of that thinking. We Mount was, yeah, I don't really fancy it, but. He might pop up with a goal or two. Maybe maybe star man. Mm. So I just left him in that one. I tried to mix and match it by yeah. trying to attack from different angles in, in three or four teams up the top. But yeah, one of them. And they're gonna be a soft spot for Mason Mount, as you know. So mm. Yeah, everyone's always got that one player, haven't they? They've always got a bit too much loyalty to on the game. <laughs> yeah. Sounds but he has been good though, previously. He has. He has. He he, he does usually come with flurries. You've got to catch him at the right time, I think, with, with Mount. Yeah, he, he's uh, Potter's doing my idea with the rotation, moving the formations about. Mount played uh, further back at the weekend, didn't he? He didn't play in the front three. So I think yeah. I took him out of all my teams because yeah. he was expensive and I just thought I wanted to get some Almirons in and, and use the <laughs> money for some, some other stuff. That's what's been doing my head in with Sterling because... He's just such a good dream team asset, like year in, year out, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. when they started, like when he started, he it almost looked like he was going to play as the striker, didn't he? At mm-hmm. one point. But yeah, now he's kind of in that it's not it's, it's not a true wing back, back, is it? But <laughs> it's well, one minute he's left one minute he's almost a left back, and then against us he was in the front three and he just can't seem to make his mind up. Yeah. Mental. Mental his position. Go on then, Ben, have a, have a run through yours, mate. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick one, Skim. <laughs> this is this is one of my worst teams now. Oh, God. Has it dropped that far? Yeah, it's that bad. I uh, I looked back at the history of it uh, earlier on, and it was when Salah was on a bad run. I had Salah in the front, front three. Just pull it up. I had Salah in the front three. And Foden just scored a hat trick, 
Yeah. And you, Foden played every game, every league game up to up to <laughs> that weekend. So like, I was like, ah, oh, I've got to get on Foden. So I sold I sold Salah to get Foden in. I brought Skamaka in because he scored a few goals. <laughs> okay, terrible move. And I bring I brought Bowen in because he had a lovely run of fixtures, and Bowen's done nothing. Um, yeah, he almost had, got started, didn't he? Mm, I had I got Mountain for that. He scored two goals in one game. That was the same same sort of time I brought Foden in, and then he's he's gone off the boil as well now. So, and then that, I moved Skamaka on to Firmino because I thought ah, he's, he's scoring a few important goals. He was earlier on in the season, he was scoring a few important, he was getting doubles and that, and then he's done nothing since I've had him in. So I've broke it, broken him as well. <laughs> so this team has gone down the pan, uh, but uh, I won't give up. And I'll, you know me, I'll keep going. Um, so, so far this week, I have 14 points. <laughs> hey. So I I sold uh, Mason Mount for uh, Almiron to raise one point two million, and then on the Sunday, I was looking to I was thinking uh, I want a bit of this United. I've got De Gea in already, so I decided to uh, bring Luke Shaw in because um, I could have got Dallow, but obviously he was one yellow card away from suspension, and I was a bit worried about that. And I thought Shaw would be a bit more of a dis- differential. Up until the the uh, unlimited transfers, yeah. So I brought Shaw in, and then later on, when I seen Emerson Palmieri weren't starting again, I thought I'll bring in another United defender. <laughs> so <laughs> I brought in Lindelof. <laughs> oh God! So that was uh, good. Um. So minus two for De Gea, minus one for Shaw because he got a fluky assist. Uh, Cancelo minus three, <laughs> Lindelof uh, minus two, so that's uh, all minuses. Um, Bowen nil point. De Bruyne got me ten points. Foden pissing about again, nothing. <laughs> Pet roulette. Yeah. Almiron, thank you very much. Eight points. Haaland, four points off the bench. Martinelli, nothing. And Firmino, nothing. This team has 682 points and it's dwindling around 263k. <laughs> Awful. The curse of no the idea what's happening with... yeah. yeah. No idea what's happening with Foden. Didn't play this one either, did he, today? I don't know if he no. came on. Didn't start the weekend, didn't didn't start tonight. No, he didn't come on. Strange. I hope he's not stuck. Oh, Pep's resting him for the World Cup. That's why he's not playing. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I can't imagine yeah. him do that for us, but... No. Stro- so strange, especially how he's been doing. Get in, Rovers. We just won <laughs> 10-9 on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, West Ham. That's one corner and blue down. Now it's time for Burnley well, at the weekend. That's terrible the for the... Uh, Go on, go on. In Blackburn. Oh, and I was going to say, terrible time for the London team. London teams, isn't it? My lot, my lot Arsenal are out. Spurs are out. West Ham are out. Bloody hell. That is a bit of a massacre. A London massacre. Did you, did you say you're playing Burnley at the weekend? 
Yeah, big game at the weekend. Top two in the championship as well. You might get him in the cup as well. Yeah, <laughs> we might do. <laughs> Copper well, They've gone from hoof, hoof ball to total football under company, haven't they? They have. They have, yeah. Um, That's a turnaround. They look, de- they look decent. They haven't lost for quite a while as well. They, they got beat off Sheffield United at weekend 5 2, which I'm pretty happy, happy about. <laughs> It takes their invis- invincibility cloak off so before the, the, these derbies though, can happen. So, yeah, excited for that one. That's their top two at championship. Going to be good to watch. Hey, bad, right, picking, picking Blackburn Rovers players next season as enablers. <laughs> we will see. We will see. Right. Let's get stuck into the uh, listener questions. Um, Fixies first up. What's your advice to anyone that is quite happy with the look of the teams and has no need for any obvious transfers? Should we just target the last couple of fixtures uh, for price gains, etc.? Do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, if you if you're happy with your team, just keep your transfers until the uh, after the last games, and then you can do um, target the price rises. Get get rid of players that are definitely going down. Say, like for example, like if you had Cancelo. And he he was going down, point three. You could sell him after the last game. I'm not obviously he, he ain't going. Hopefully, he ain't going to get a red card again at the weekend. But <laughs> so for, say someone gets a red card, you know they're going to go down point three. So sell them and then bring in someone who scored a couple of goals. You'll get the point six in the, the value on them. Yeah. What do you reckon, Scott? Yeah, that's pretty much what I had as well. So. I'd, I'd say just wait and uh, I'd wait it out and just try and use the uh, price changes as best as you can. But yeah, I mean, the bud- the budgeting hasn't worked out too well for me so far. I've managed just to be fighting fires, to be honest. But yeah, if you can, if you're happy with your team, I'd just wait and try and boost up that value, I think. Yeah, I think it wraps it up in the questions. Obviously, if you're happy with your team, then stick with it. No need to change. Build that budget. Right, there's a couple here on um, Cancelo, obviously. Huge uh, disappointment at the weekend. Um, Aman has asked, do you transfer out Cancelo? He's going to go down 0.3 or keep him for the weekend. And also, uh, C. Tobbs has, has asked, will you all be taking out Cancelo to catch a price rise and a 0.6 swing with his red card? Or is it still a waste of a transfer as he's eligible to play against Brentford next week? What you what will you be doing with him, Ben? <laughs> I've got a fucking cold I can't. Um, so if you've got loads of transfers you've still got five transfers you could do um, where you sell Cancelo before the price drops and yeah. uh, for somebody that's going up anybody that's going up like, is going to definitely go up point three. say like uh, James Justin and then um, if he's back in the team on the um, on the weekend, you can bring him back in again for the game, yeah, but I, I don't really like doing that. So truth, but it, like if you've got five transfers and you know that you're going to gain some value on it, yeah. I mean Cancelo, you want him for that fixture, really, don't you? For the Brentford yeah. game, I mean, I mean, you're you're as good as catching a point three price rise, mm. and then you're getting Cancelo versus Brentford. Mm. All right, it's costing two transfers, but you got to fancy him to do a bit. I, mm. Yeah, it were a harsh one, as we said earlier. It's a great, great. Mm. I like it. I like it, Ben. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Justin in though, because he he went off on a stretcher. Just trying to think of someone who scored <laughs> a good points. I'd say felt face or something like that. He's got good points at the weekend. Yeah, just someone who's probably maxed maxed yeah. out. He knows he's going to probably do the point three rather than a point two. Yeah, you don't want to do it and be a bit disappointed that they only got a point one or a point two rise. Because obviously you're going to switch straight back anyway. Yeah, and if Cancelo's not in the starting lineup at the weekend, then you might end up staying with the play you put in. So you don't want it, James Justin. Mm. Did you yeah. say that um, Trippier came on in the end in this uh, league game? I guess he could be one of the ones if you hadn't got him already, because yeah. he got star man, and then he'd get the clean sheet points tonight if he did come on. Yes. Yeah, so yeah I think he's points. he snuck on the pitch, didn't he? He got snuck a five point to a little so rascal. He left to be a he'll have to be a three point three wise. Definitely. Oh, scored his penalty as well. Scored his penalty. Starman, Starman. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. What do you the reckon, man's... Scott? About Cancelo, what are you going to be doing with him, mate? Yeah, I, well, I haven't got the, uh, I haven't got the transfers to really burn. I've got one left, so but for me, I'm going to just be keeping him anyway. But yeah, yeah long term, I'm going to want to hold him. So. I'll, I wasn't too bothered about trying to chase the um, the budget in that in that one, and I think he's going to do he'll do well against Brentford, won't he? It is Brentford yeah. the next yeah. game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's a great he's a great player to have on dream team, isn't he? Yeah, it, it's a shame across the three home games are hoping that he were going to probably chug his price up even more and get maybe a point six mm. rise from these these home games. Has it as it's happened? It's I'd be hoping. I'm just hoping now that in some of my sides that he can just recover his price back to where it was before mm. these three home games. So let's say a clean sheet against Brentford should get his, his rise back up. It probably won't be as much as a point three, but get somewhere near it. If he can sneak a goal, a star man, that'd be nice. But yeah, like I say, I'd, I'd be in some of my teams, I've not got the luxury to be, be able to uh, make the move, but any teams with five transfers. I'd be doing that. I'd be doing what Ben said there. Definitely. Right, flower pot man, a little bit different this question. Uh, what's your go to <laughs> when going to the chip shop? Uh, for him, it's fish, chips, peas, and gravy, and a can of dandelion and burdock. Fish and Some... gravy? Oh, yeah, he's got to be called out one. for that. Called out for that. It's all... That's horrendous. That's horrendous. <laughs> I've seen that trick. I've never tried it. <laughs> dandelion and burdock? No, I never tried oh, it, no. That's an old one. We used to get that off the pop Classic. man. Did you used to have a pop man? Pop man? Uh, no. Yeah. Never no, had a pop that? man. He used to, he used no, to come around that? in a van, in, in, a, in a white tranny van. He'd come around knocking your door and he'd ask you what pop you want. <laughs> you get you get bottles of like lemonade, cherryade, dandelion and burdock, whatever it might be. No, I never had that. So you get him in a little <laughs> crate, then you'd, you'd drink the to... pop. Put, put the empty bottles back in. He'd come round the next week, collect your empties, and then ask what you wanted next next round. Pop man. I'll have to have it. I'll have to have it on the next episode. I'll, I'll, I'll do a review. <laughs> I'll do a review for Flowerpot Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dandelion <laughs> and Burdock. Cracking drink. The drink's all right, mate, but yeah, gravy on your fish, that's wrong. <laughs> what, 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 yeah. what are you going for, Ben? Um, well, up here where I live, it, I don't uh, get fish and chips. I get uh, parmo and chips from the chip shop. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a parmo, uh, Scott? Never. 
it's it's uh well it's called a parmesan but they call they call it a parma up here so basically it's chicken uh breast bre- chicken with uh breadcrumbs on covered in bechamel sauce and then like lathered with um cheese on top that does sound good i've never seen it never seen that in the, in the chip shop myself but that yeah. does sound good because in the pizza oven like and then you can get toppings on it as well beautiful <laughs> It's gonna be one. It's gonna be one of them things. That I'll, I'll go in the chip shop and ask for it, and it's actually it's actually a wind up. No, well, you gotta go to you gotta go to Middlesbrough. <laughs> yeah, you can only get it at Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, you can only get it in Middlesbrough. Take it. it sounds delicious. It is. It is. Gonna have to do the tour 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 of the chip shops. I'll have to go and get the uh, <laughs> go get go get that and have my dandelion burdock. We'll touch on my northern chippy. I, I have always been to Chinese chippy, so my, my, my go-to's jumbo sausage, chips, egg fried rice with curry sauce all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese chip shop? Oh, yeah, always Chinese That's a mashup. It is a little bit. <clears throat> so they do... We, in, here, uh, in Darwin, like, most of our chippies are Chinese chippies. Um, and, yeah, so you can get your, chip, your, your egg fried <laughs> rice with it. Egg fried rice and half egg fried rice, half chips, jumbo sausage down the middle, pour curry sauce or it's all delicious. That sounds nice. Oh, these were not these were not answers I was expecting. <laughs> Two quite out there ones. Mine's, mine's <laughs> going to seem quite boring in comparison. Don't say. So what about your drink? A lot, a lot what about your drink? Oh, it's going to be diet coke. Balance it out. Diet coke. <laughs> yeah. Watching the waistline while you're having fish and chips. That's yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Uh, Don't say large chips, Scott. Large chips are something. No, there. no, 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 no. Um, but to be honest, I would. I'd either have two things. So I'd either just have like a just a normal cod and chips. I reckon. Definitely no gravy though. You don't get don't get gravy in the uh, chip shop this way. Um, but I'd have so. I'd have. I'd have first. Sausage and butter, sausage and batter and chips with curry sauce though. <laughs> curry sauce is the go-to. Yeah, yeah. definitely curry sauce. But Chip drink, drink-wise, I was just thinking, I was just thinking what I used to have as a kid because uh, I used to be at apple tang, apple tango. I used to always get from the fish and chip shop. I don't know if they still do it, do they? Depends, yeah, doesn't it? I don't know if apple tango is still knocking about. I'm not too sure. Nah. But yeah, that used to be my go-to. Can of iron brew, I like. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. That's because you're you're nearly on borders of Scotland, aren't you? <laughs> local, you really? local drinks for local people. <laughs> Mid from I really didn't like this question though. The minute I read this come through in the Discord, you know when you just imagine it and then you start get hungry. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm I'm hungry now. I could I could eat <laughs> I could eat jumbo sausage chips, egg fried rice, curry sauce. Do that now. <laughs> Demolish it. Definitely. Um, yeah. Nice to uh, have a chat over food. Good question. Lee Hooper, next up. Any early thoughts on the DT World Cup game? I know you're not planning to look into it properly yet, but um, again, I, I've struggled a little bit with it because I've I've added my teams in, but then the, the provisional pricing just kills it for me. I just can't. I, I can't do it. And uh, we'll touch on it a little bit later, but we're going to do a, a little bit of content for it. But how can you do content when you don't know the prices? I don't know what team I can have. Mm. 
don't know what players are value because if you if they're not gonna price them properly. So yeah, it's just a strange one throwing the game out with provisional prices. I don't like it. So yeah. Um I've not looked into it. What do you reckon, Ben? What do you make of it? Yeah, I've I've just picked got my teams auto filled them and then I've left them for now. I'm not gonna look at them until all the squads are announced and then yeah. the teams update the, the uh, games updated, which will probably yeah. be this weekend. So I'll have a look after the, yeah. the, the games finished at the weekend. Yeah, completely agree. Like you say, we'll we probably uh do a do a bit in the in the next week's pod, won't we? Yeah, well, we could definitely touch upon it. Um if if people want to ask some questions like questions for the podcast, obviously, because it'll just be a, a basically a, a, an end of a game week. So there'll be uh, dead-end rubber questions. So if people want to ask about the Dream Team, uh, the World Cup, that's absolutely fine. So, Scott, have you had a look at it, mate? Are you, are you feeling a little bit of I, I've done the, I've done the, I've done the same, to be honest. I just It was actually just today. I saw, I saw I didn't have an answer, really, for the question because I just hadn't looked at it. But I just went on and done what you said. I made my... T- I've auto-filled the team, got it ready, but... Yeah, for me, I haven't, I haven't even played around with it. Just to, you've got to know, we can't win though, can we? Because we always complain that Dream Team are the last ones to get anything it's ready. It's true. It's true. And then the one year, the one year they've got it out first, we're like, ah, oh, we ain't got the prices. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth pissing around uh, with. I did want to say yeah. though, um, yeah. I did want to share this with you though quickly because uh, I don't know what your opinions of the sort of international games are overall, but I've I've been completely scarred from from the World Cup game from back in 2014. So uh, I don't know if you've won any of these uh, Euros or World Cups, but I had one where I was winning. It was 2014, the final, and I was winning. And I was on holiday in Turkey. So winning my mini league and I was watching it. Do you know when you're outside in the nice weather, watching it on the big screen? Oh, yeah, lovely. And uh, I was winning my mini league live. And it was when Germany won 1-0 against Argentina. But the guy who was in second place in my mini league had Murtasaka and he came on in the 120th minute as like a run the, to- run the clock down and he done me by a point. Oh. And since then, I- since then, I saw him warming up and I was, I was going, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. And he started texting me, my mate, he's coming on. He's coming on. <laughs> 120th. <laughs> he came on 120th minute, didn't touch the ball, got the five points, and I got done by a point in the end. So since That's then, I, I've never felt the magic, never felt the dream team magic for the inter- international tournaments. Yeah, I, I, we <laughs> in the Euros. Well, Tony year. won the last Euro uh, mini league. We did, did we didn't uh, was it the uh, last one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fixed. It's fixed. <laughs> I, had to, I had to piss in fight for it though. Yeah, fixed. They, they messed all the points up at the end, didn't they? Oh Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh yeah. Yeah, that were that were um, that were interesting. Yeah, but we did all right. I, did, I had a decent decent thing in it. Me and you did a team as well, Ben, didn't we? In, in the main bit. And yeah. We had a we had a nice run of it. I think our strategy was probably right. Um, which. Yeah, probably look into next pod and and go over a bit of strategy. Maybe look at some of the fixtures and stuff. Um, yeah, I think we got it right then. Um, could have been closer, maybe. Just there were a few. I think the England, the England block started just absolutely flying, didn't they? In Euros. Yeah. Absolutely flying. So, yeah, it was good. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
like I say, a harsh experience like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I find it hard to judge the transfers in those in those international ones. But yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch the next episode. Find out that uh, that year that Portugal won the Euros, I won my mini league, my main mini league, and I think I had uh, Rafael Guerrero in my team as my differential. Mm-hmm. Can't remember if he scored a free kick in the semi finals or something like that. And I think he might have been involved with the goal in the final, and that like proper boost to me up and I had Patricio in goal as well. Yeah, that was that was that was class. It's, it's was that when Ronaldo was being the manager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the sidelines. <laughs> he went well, off got, injured, well, you, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Well you got uh well, you got one of the Euros of the World Cups. It's it's nice to break that summer up in it when you um when you're missing the dream, the fancy football and the dream team and stuff. So yeah, but not in the middle of winter. It's a bit strange, isn't it? It's really strange. It's takes some getting used to. We're halfway through a game and then we're starting a new game mm. to then re-pick up another game. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be one then. But right, Wade has been on. His flower pot man earmarked to be a guest on next week's pod. Yeah, we all know it would need a fair bit of editing, but would be pure gold. Uh, I think we've asked Flower Pot Man a few times. He wants to come on. He's more than welcome. We, uh, we, we'd have anybody on. Anybody who's wanted to come on and, and have a chat with me, Ben and James. That's happy days. I think Flower Pot Man likes to keep his cards close to his chest. Uh, he's got some <laughs> mini leagues to win. But we'll see. We'll see further down the line whether he's open to it. Uh, drop us a DM, Flower Pot Man. Right, Connor. What's the plan for Dream Team Tonic World Cup content? You boys using it as a break, like from our blogs, or are you going to be smashing out content? I'll just answer that bit first. We have signed up to do a couple of articles for the Hub, which obviously being patrons, um, you will also get access through. They'll be posted through the um, the Discord, as, uh, not the Discord, sorry, through the Patreon website, so you'll get access to them them articles before the uh, World Cup game kicks off. Um, other than the the two articles that we plan to do, um, we've not quite decided, have we yet, Ben? We might do a bit. Yeah, we'll but, do, um, probably do. We're going to do a pod next week anyway, so we'll probably look into how the game works and how many transfers yeah. you've got and the rules and that, and then maybe have a look at some picks and that for the player picks for the tournament. Yeah, I think that'd be nice. We we'll touch it on the next one. So whether they'll be run through the World Cup, um, well, me and Ben like a beer and a chat. So yeah, might just hit the record button and then and then send it to you to uh, let you let you listen to us waffle on if you if you fancy. But yeah, uh, no setting concrete yet, other than the two articles and obviously next week's pod. But, and would also like to know if my good mate Professor will be smashing out World Cup content. Have you got any plans, Scott? Not that, well, I am going to be doing content, but yeah, I'm not quite sure what it's going to look like at the minute um, yeah. on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, at the minute, I sort of do I sort of do the reviews of the how each game has gone or how each game week's gone on um, on the standard Dream Team, but. Yeah, the games are coming too thick and fast, aren't they, for the World Cup to be doing videos <laughs> to be doing videos sort of every every sort of morning. So yeah, I'll have something up coming up, but I'm not quite sure what it'll look like at the moment. Yeah, good stuff, Bert. Like I say, you need to give yourself a you, give yourself a plug as well uh, with your YouTube channel. If you want to give it. A yeah, shot yeah. So um, yeah, so on 
on YouTube, I'm just um, Dream Team Professor. Um, I've only sort of been doing it for about a month now, but yeah, really enjoying that. And uh, you can catch us on Twitter as well. So just Dream Team Prof. Excellent, there. Some great stuff. Good to have you. Good to have you involved. Um, yeah, well, if you're going to be videos, if you're going to be uh, just chatting about the World Cup games, I'll happy jump on them with you as well. There you are. There you are. We've now got a, a third a third body on for the World Cup games. So yeah. Um, Ryan Driver, is there going to be a World Cup league? Something to keep us ticking all over. Obviously, since that was answer, uh, asked, I have put it out for the um, the one shot uh, Dream Team Tonic Cash League for the World Cup. So a little bit different. Only one team entered per manager, which I think evens it up a little bit sometimes um, for people who don't class themselves as elite managers or like we like to say. Um, I think having just one chance at it, it, it uh, allows a few more people to get involved in the prize money. So, yeah, one team, £15 entry. Um, yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. That's open now. Um, the If you're in the Discord, then go, go across to the league and competitions. You'll see it up on there. Um, anybody that's listening who follows us on Twitter, at Dream Team Tonic, um, it's a pinned tweet there. You'll find all the information pinned and obviously drop us a DM after you've paid and, and we'll, uh, we'll get the code across. Um, anybody else who's, who's um, listening on YouTube, if you want to drop a, drop a comment below. Um, if you're not on Twitter or on the Discord, drop a comment below. And I'll get the information across to you for the league if you, if you want to get involved. Right. Did you say it was a top three payout? Yeah, top three payout. Obviously, yeah. prize is dependent on how many teams we get entered. But mm. that, that's obviously we'll announce that once the game kicks off on the Saturday and a trophy to the winner. Trophy to the always nice to have a trophy. Yeah. And this year, and this year, I'm not going to I'm not I'm not going to buy the trophy pre I'm going to buy it engraved. So whoever wins, it'll have your name on it. Ah, oh, lovely. Uh, nice little touch, I think this time. Um, Open top bus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, right, next up, DT Patrick. This is one for you, Dream Team Professor Scott. How's the experience of setting up a podcast going and what are the main challenges, mate? Yeah, it's been good, actually, to be fair. Um, do you know what? It's something that I was thinking about doing for so long. Um, but the main, I actually think the main sort of stumbling block wasn't like any of the technical stuff. It was actually just like the putting yourself out there part, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bit that I was least wanting to do was the sort of, showing your face, um, even just talking to a camera, like just sat in a, sat in a room yeah. on your own. And like you're, ner- you're nervous talking to the camera and there's no one there. Yeah. Um, so that was, I thought that was like the biggest stumbling block for me, to be honest. But um, all the sort of stuff like, um, you know, editing and posting and all that stuff, I was pretty comfortable doing that. Um, but the only sort of tough bit, which you guys will probably know all about, is just, just being organised. Uh, <laughs> It takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot of time to put the stuff out there, doesn't it? And you've yeah. got to sort of have a schedule. So probably that sort of part of it. But yeah, the actual the actual doing of it's not too bad. When you start getting talking about football, it's all good. But it was actually the the initial stumbling block of God, am I going to put something out there? Is anyone going to even bother listening to it? Yeah. All that sort of stuff. But yeah, no, I'm enjoying it at a minute. And uh, yeah, the feedback's been good from people so far. Happy days. Yeah, it's really like I say, it's the fear of yeah. I mean, abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you put a tweet out 
Dividend got quite a lot of abuse. Yeah, that was that was good. I might have deserved it. Oh, I all I did, all I really did was just uh, I just sort of said, "He got would he get um, key to the city or something?" Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, something like that for his for his achievements in in his outstanding achievements in football, and uh, all I just sort of said was what achievements he hasn't really won anything yet but yeah i've got i've got messages like you live in your mum's basement what have you ever done <laughs> he earns he, he earns more than you in a day i was like well yeah he probably does probably more than you as well but yeah you, you get it don't you? you you get i probably asked for it but yeah i think it got retweeted by quite a big spurs account and uh yeah i did get some i got some nasty comments but i got thick, i got i got thick skin <laughs> Yeah, you've got all it. part of it. It made me chuckle. I think it was a fair question as well. What you asked, to be fair. What was the one? What uh, was the one that probably all of us would have taken personally? I was like, your account's based about a dream team. <laughs> have a look at yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at your own life, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sorry, Kane, and sorry, Spurs fans. That's it. They're all made up now. Kiss made up. <laughs> Matt Woolley, how did you navigate Haaland on the bench in the end? And on a related subject, if you can only have Kane and Salah for next Saturday, which one would you want? Ben, what did you do with Haaland? Um, so, when I seen he was on the bench, um, with the teams I already had him in, I just left him in. And then with the teams I didn't have him in, I didn't bring him in, basically. I, w- I went a different route. Um and what's that say? If you if you can only have Kane or Salah for the next Saturday, which one would you want? Yep. Uh, I'd say Salah. I think Salah's on fire at the minute. He's got more chance of scoring multiple goals. Spurs don't look very good at the moment. Kane will probably score, but um, I don't know. Just I just think uh, Liverpool's got more chance of scoring more goals. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, at the minute, well, nav- navigating Haaland, I just kept him in because I just haven't got the bottle to take him out. To be honest, you know what <laughs> you know what he's capable of doing in just one game, don't you? Um, but yeah, I did think if he was completely left out of the squad for that Fulham game initially, I thought I was going to take him out for Salah. But as soon as I saw that he was um, going to be on the bench, I just kept him in. But yeah, if, if I had the choice, I'd probably go Haaland and Salah and ditch Kane at the minute. But um, yeah, I haven't got the budget to do it, but I think Haaland and Salah are probably the best two at the minute. Yeah. I um, Obviously, having the, the transfers last time, obviously when Haaland got injured, I took him out. Um, and then I reworked my squads to get him back into nearly every one, I think. Mm. I think he went back into all my sides. Um, just It's just too scary not having him. <laughs> Absolute animal. Obviously, he didn't didn't play tonight, uh, but I'm hoping that means he starts the weekend. Um, came on and scored the winner against Fulham. So, which to be fair, that penalty only just only just slipped through. That yeah. could have very very easily have been a, a very expensive minus three points uh, with Holland coming off the bench. But yeah, um, he, he's a nightmare like Pep, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, we never tire of saying. You see the comments today. 
No. Even like Pep's comments, even at the minute, are just like, "Oh yeah, he's he's still not a hundred percent. He's his foot's not he's not foot's not broken, but it's really bad. He's, he, we're not really sure. <laughs> you just don't know. He's just yeah. like bluffing all the time. Yeah. But he played the last game, not this game. But yeah, might play the next game. Yeah, you just guesswork. But it shows with, with um the supply line he's got there. I mean, he scored. Uh, an offside goal straight away. Then he's scored the penalty. You're only on the pitch 45 minutes. Mm. So, um... The only thing I, I do think, though, is I'm looking at Kane now and wondering, is it going to be in the back of his mind? Everyone getting injured now. He's got, what, one game? One game left? Yeah. He's, is he really going to be firing like Salah and Haaland are? Because neither of them two are going, are they? No. Um yeah, and Sal- Salah won't probably get taken off and Kane might get taken off because he'd be thinking, mm. well, well, you're going to the World Cup. I'll take you yeah. off the 70th minute. Salah pro- probably play 90 but, but minutes. You're, you're one game before a World Cup. Mm. Obviously, at the age Kane is as well. Um, is he going to be flying into these 50-50s? Is he going to be giving 120%? Mm. I always think that. Or is he going to hold back? He's not going to get himself. He's not going to dip his leg into a challenge that he might need to win. Or do you think? Do you think that happens? I think he does. In my head, I'm thinking these players will hold back a little bit because he won't want to get injured just on the eve of a World Cup. Yeah, like players like Kane will, will be probably a bit weary of that because he knows he's definitely on the plane. But you know, like yeah. players like Madison and that. The, they know they're going to perform and try. They're yeah, gonna, yeah, they're going to still try and put hundred percent in because they want to. Well, obviously, they want to. They want to prove that they're worth the while. But the, the squad gets announced tomorrow, so uh, it won't matter what he does at the weekend. Saying that, Madison. Ma- I mean, Madison could do what he could score seventeen goals in one game, and Southgate <laughs> still say that. Uh, yeah, Harry Maguire is a better better option to take with him. Um, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Hey, they- yeah. That is a good point, though, because, um, yeah, like, obviously Kane knows he's starting, but I, I actually put down sort of um, in some of my notes that in that Arsenal front line, for example, you've got Gabriel Jesus, mm. who he's not a now starter for Brazil. So I think against yeah. Wolves, he's going to come flying out, trying to prove himself last minute. And even Saka's competing with Foden, and Martinelli's just got himself in the squad, hasn't he? So yeah. Yeah. I think any of those three might be really trying to just prove a last-minute point. Mm. Do they have, um, have a manager like Southgate who isn't really basing? He says he says he likes to go off the form and uh, of, of players, but then happily plays players that are way out of form for the clubs. Like Madison, how's Madison never got a look in? It, it, it's crazy. But then people like even even Sterling um, at the Euros. I think before the Euros, he were having a bit of a dodgy spell. Yeah. And his words were, which is fair enough, because Sterling had a very good Euros, but he said he's never let me down. Yeah. But if you, are you picking off form? Or are you picking off form for England? I don't, I don't, I don't quite get which which way he goes. I think it's whatever he fancies. Yeah, mm. just whatever suits his his uh, dilemma. Yeah at, yeah, at that time, yeah. So, so going go to the uh, Brazil lads up front for Arsenal. Is their manager? going to watch that game and think that's going to tweak how I pick my team or are they just on the plane and he's already yeah, got maybe. he's already got his starting 11 in his head 
he's got Danny Alves. Got Danny Alves in the squad, and he still. <laughs> That's unbelievable! Unbelievable. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I'd, I'd have Salah all day long for the weekend. Have they got Leeds? No, Southampton. Sorry. Yeah, Southampton. Um, Tottenham's got Leeds. Tottenham got Leeds. Yeah, I think Kane's half on that plane. Salah coming into form. Yeah, Salah. Salah for me, definitely. No World Cup either, is it? So No World Cup. Yeah. He's just going to be giving it his all. He don't care. He'd be on a beach a few days later. Right, Andy Barnett. Not a question, but a big thumbs up to DT Professor. I enjoy listening to your YouTube videos. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I've had a few back and forth messages with Andy, so yeah, thanks a lot. He's been good. The top man, Andy. Top yeah, man. probably good community you got there as well. Like, I, I would never have known there was like these groups of groups of people like like minded all chatting. So it's been good to join. Yeah, it's definitely it's a it's a good help. Nice nice place to be most of the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andy, right. Andy does, I, sorry, go on. Go on. I was just gonna say Andy does some good. Um, philosophical vid, uh, videos uh, now and again on YouTube as well. I re- really enjoyed them. He does. He's a very good thinker, is Andy. Yeah. I like, I like his thoughts on the game. Um, like we, we, we do have a trick when his questions come through, and they're quite a few paragraphs, but um, <laughs> they're very good. He's, yeah, like I say, he's a very good thinker of the game. Uh, top manager. Yeah, cheers. And talking about the... Um, uh, it's it's nice most of the time the Discord. Here he is, Walmart Statham. He's a uh, Tony's bottom of his Patreon Cup League <laughs> with zero points and a hundred percent loss record. Is he really all that? <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. But I've got my I've got me. Uh, in fact, actually, I'm playing Walmart Statham this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, fight and talk. Unfortunately for me. He's probably going to inflict my fifty feet for to carry on my uh, my hundred percent defeat record. Um, but my concentration has been taken there. It's, it's been taken by the league. When I picked when I picked my cup team last season, I did the exact same and I played my under twenty ones, and I've done it again this season to play the <laughs> lesser side. I put my under twenty ones out and I've got caught out again. Um, yeah, if I'd have played my full side, I'd have probably have won a few games and probably been qualifying. But yeah, next season I'll come back better. Sorry to sorry to all the fans and stuff, but yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> the league has to take the priority. So you beat my under twenty ones, Walmart. That's fine, mate. Uh, we'll see you next season. Big guns will be out. <laughs> Enjoy the victory, mate. Anyway, Henry. Henry Carter has been on Twitter. Uh, what do we think the winning score will be this year? Uh, it might give some players hope in knowing how many points are still to play for. There's a hell of a lot of points still to play for. Uh, I had a quick flick through myself, the last the winning points from the last three seasons. 2-8-6-7, winning score from last season. When Fergie won it, it was 2 6 9 Season before that, it's two five six eight. It's gradually got higher. I think having Haaland, is it going to push it even higher this season? If he carries on in that vein of form, I think he's going to probably tip it up towards two nine two nine fifty. If Haaland's 
<laughs> a bit of a victim of Pep Roulette and he doesn't carry on his form, you're probably looking about between two eight and two nine. I'd say as a rough guest, we don't we, we don't we don't really know, but he ultimately it says there's probably quite a lot of points to play for. Would you reckon, Ben? Yeah, there's. I was looking at the leaderboard as well, and it's just about getting to a thousand points. The top team, so there's about just under two thousand points still to play for. If mm. you look at it like that, so there's still loads of loads of points. Like we're only a third through the season. It's loads of points to play, so don't give up. we done that. I mean, like, just keep going. Yeah, definitely. With all your teams as well. <coughs> you reckon, Scott? Yeah, I'd said similar. So the Harland, the Harland effects. I thought that's got to at least bump it up by about a hundred points. I, yeah. I'd have thought. Um, so I put down two nine fifty, but I only looked at last season. To be fair, I didn't look at the last three. Um, but the only thing I did put though that might possibly bring it down is that there hasn't been a standout defence yet I don't yeah. think mm. um, like last season you had the Liverpool block it might still come up but mm. yeah if the defences still stay quite inconsistent maybe it won't get so high that's true that's true unless Newcastle Newcastle defence yeah yeah absolutely um, another, another one to do with ranks John Davy on Twitter should we be looking at overall rank right now? Three teams in the top 15k, but I feel like I'm miles away from the top in terms of points and looks impossible to catch up as he's around 180 points difference already between first and 15k. Ben, the comeback king, you know you know the drill. Well, m- well, if my team's 16k, my best team, so, and I'm, I'm still pushing, I, I, I'm not giving up, just just keep going, definitely. Um, there's loads, of, loads of points to play for, and um, I just think you've got nothing to worry about. Just keep going, mate. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I, I've said sort of by all means keep an eye on it, but just don't let it hinder like your yeah. decision make your decision making. Because like last year, when like I mentioned earlier, I was looking at it and I'd fell far behind. So then I started making stupid decisions mm. to catch up when actually the best decision would have been just to pick the guys that were doing the best at the time yeah um so this yeah i wouldn't panic and then start making silly moves because i've done that and you just fall further behind you end up picking people it's like betting isn't it like it's almost like you've uh you've lost you've lost initially so then yeah. you start you start betting on like people with higher odds which <laughs> it's never gonna it's never gonna end well is it so yeah i just think don't let it influence your decision really and just keep Choosing the best players. Definitely. Don't get on the Chelsea train. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, three teams in top up 15k. There's some good finishes to be had with them three teams. If you keep it up, just uh, plug on with them. Definitely. I was going to say as well, just for, for me as well, just don't keep looking at it if it's going to like make your experience of the game not as yeah. fun to be honest because I wasn't I was, as I said I, I sort of played for about eight years before I even realised there was a proper leaderboard I knew you could win money and some guy would win money but I never thought that it was anything achievable to be honest I just yeah. focused on my own league so yeah if it's something you're going to get just going to be looking at all the time and it makes you not enjoy the game as much I wouldn't bother looking yeah right. definitely Right, let's have a run through the Dream Team Tonic Cash League then, Ben. Can I have a read of the top 10 there, mate? All right. Uh, in 10th place, we've got Stephen Beswick. 
ninth place, Leo Reed. Joint seventh, we've got Simon Davis and Lee Watson. Sixth place, Jake Bevan. Fifth place, Stephen Williams. Fourth place, Leo Reed. Third place, Simon Davis. Second place, Tom Brinley. And top of the shop, Tony Sutcliffe. Excellent. <laughs> that, that gap's closing, though. Fixed. Fixed. I, I, I <laughs> I had an absolute stinker this week. Look at that, 27 points. Absolute stinker. Thanks, United. You've dropped down a bit, haven't you, on the overall leaderboard? Yeah, I would, I would like cliffhanger, clinging on to the top 100. Um, I don't know where I am today now. I don't know if it's updated or not. But yeah, I were 100th before these games kicked off. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if you offered me 100 at this at this stage before the World Cup, I'd have snapped your hand off. Yeah. Snapped your hand off. Definitely. Um, I think about 58 points off top, something like that. Still, still close there, aren't you? you still got a good yeah. chance of pushing. Yeah, it's still in striking distance. Obviously, at one point, being up at fourth, um, in second, it was nice. But, um, them Arsenal blocks, it, it's it's so quick to turn around. So, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. See how it goes. Um, I know how this game works. I've been playing it long enough to know that it, it can be quite harsh sometimes. And then, in the cash league, I've got a, a flower pot man up my arse. Um, which, which, <laughs> um, I think we had a bit of uh, to and fro in in the Euro, Euro League as well with with Flower Pot Man. Uh, quite a close close ending in that league. So yeah, there's two up there again. The DT Tonic Patron League, um, top ten. So in tenth, we've got Patrick Bryson. In ninth, Mark Warner. In Eighth, Barry McCormack. In seventh, Mark McKee. In sixth, Stephen Broughton. In joint fourth, we've got Nicholas Stephen and Peter Franklin. In third, Tom Brindley, up there again. In second, Jay Bevan. And top of the shot by nearly a 50-point lead now is Lee Hooten. Well played, Lee. Nice score there, 9-2-5. Um, must be knocking knocking around quite close to the top 100 as well. So we've got some um, some quite good uh, ranks out of some of these lads in the uh, Patreon, which is good to see. Good to see. Um, hopefully, we're helping along the way. Um, that's all for this evening. It's been great to have you on, Scott. Uh, appreciate. Yeah, thanks for having us. And obviously, we were meant to be could have been Sunday, meant to be Monday, ended up Wednesday. So thanks very much for your flexibility. And... Like a Craig David song, that. <laughs> it was a little bit. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. No, it's been our pleasure. And uh, obviously, we'll get you back on at some point if you're if you're happy to come come back and yeah, sounds good. And share your share your journey with us again. Um, ben, been emotional, mate. Aye. Uh, and like I say, we'll see you next next weekend. I think, have we got Matt Woolley on next weekend? Yeah, Matt Woolley. Uh, finished 19th overall last year. Yeah, so we've got a bit of news from Matt Woolley and we've got, well, obviously we've touched on the the, uh, the World Cup. Yeah. The World Cup dream team as well. So, yeah, I appreciate all, all you guys for listening.
appreciate your support on the Patreon. Um, if you want to get involved in the Discord and the Patreon, uh, head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic and get involved. Um, until then, see you later. Cheers, bye.